Hey Bethel family, thanks for joining us today as we engage Proverbs and Ecclesiastes. We hope this study equips you with wisdom as you engage your community, whatever you find yourself this summer. Hello Bethel family, this is Eric Talbot, and today we are looking at Ecclesiastes chapter 10. Right off the bat, we get into the stinky stuff. Verse 1 reads, Dead flies make a perfumer's oil stink, so a little foolishness is weightier than wisdom and honor. That verse took me right away to the sermon analogy of a little poop in the brownies. A little stink goes a long ways. It's that little fly or that little bit of poop that just ruins the whole batch. Those dead flies are those little sins in the life of a wise and honorable individual. That's our life. Those of us that have been sanctified by, by our Lord and Savior. If we look at 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14, it tells us that God wants our lives to produce a sweet aroma, which is the knowledge of him. Then verse 2 points us to the center of the issue. It's our heart. It's our deep desires that direct our lives. So we have to ask the question, where do we allow the flies to come in? Where are we allowing sin to enter into our lives that, that taints the sweet aroma that comes from the body of Christ? Is the door left wide open? Have the screen doors fallen off the, the open windows? As sin comes in, our witness for Christ can easily become a stink to those around us rather than a sweet aroma that honors God. I have a friend that told me that he, he and his wife are just not interested in church because they have seen far too many hypocrites. It's so unfortunate that they have smelled the dead fly in the ointment that we as the church spread to the world around us. For me, it points to a life of integrity. And Proverbs 10.9 tells us that whoever walks in integrity walks securely, but whoever takes crooked paths will be found out. So what is that quote-unquote little sin that you have allowed to come into your life? That sin that overtakes the sweet aroma of the knowledge of God? Is it a persistent grumbling attitude at work? Maybe a Facebook rant that is gossip rather than encouraging words? Crude jokes or maybe even a bad driving habits? Now, years ago, I had a non-Christian tell me that I didn't drive like a Christian. I was like, ouch, change of driving habits for me. Well, as I continued on through this chapter, verse 12 kind of attacked me. There it says that the words of a wise man are gracious, while the lips of a fool consume him. I'm sure we have all found ourselves more than once in one of those frustrating exchanges. Voices getting louder, words getting harsher, tempers spiraling out of control. Then that one person makes a statement that brings grace right into the middle of it all. The words bring you to a pause, cause you to take a breath, and maybe, just maybe, make you realize your own selfish contribution to the chaos. How often have I been so consumed by my right to speak and to be heard that I have become the fool? 
You know, it's possible that that James may have considered these very words when he wrote in his first letter that everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. What great words of wisdom we have here. Words that we as disciples should burn into our hearts and our minds. Is there someone in your life that needs to hear those wise and gracious words from you today? Now, looking at this chapter, so much of it is about the words that come out of our mouths. If we as disciples of Christ meditate on his words, our words will reflect his wisdom and his honor and will inevitably give the sweet aroma of God to those around us. This world already has enough dead flies in the ointment, enough poop in the brownies, so let's give the world something really good to smell. Join me in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, may the words that come out of our mouths be acceptable to you and a sweet aroma to those around us. And as we ask the Holy Spirit to give us gentle reminders when we need and even painful reminders when necessary. May the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts be pleasing in your sight. For you, O Lord, are our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Listen in tomorrow as we encourage each other with the wisdom of God's word. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so because we would love to continue to dive into God's word with you. We would also like the chance to connect further with you. If you go to Bethel.ch, you will find all sorts of ways to serve, worship, and learn together. Finally, please consider sharing this podcast with your friends by word of mouth or on social media. Thanks, family. God bless you. Gracias y que Dios te bendiga.